0: Okay guys, what's up? About to bring you some current events. Alright, so let's get into it. With uh Nuri Martinez. Crazy man. Absolutely ridiculous. Hard talk radio live in four K
1: at the heart of the meeting involving three city councilors. Carlos?
2: Well, that's right. has sent out this announcement just after 2 o'clock this afternoon saying that she is resigning. It's a long statement, and she doesn't specifically mention this incident, but she does say, in part, my only goal as council president has been to champion a family's first agenda that we can all be proud of. Each of you have worked hard on policies and programs that uplift Angelinos across the city. I hope that this work continues and that workers and working class families remain in the forefront of the priorities of this council. While I leave with a heavy heart, know that I wish you all the best, and I have faith in your strength to unite this city. And now, while Martinez has resigned, people who came to city council today want all of them to go. (laughs) Strong emotions as people started chanting at the city council meeting, even before it started. It was a smaller crowd compared to yesterday, but just as loud. The meeting was recessed several times. (laughs) This comes after council members Nuri Martinez, Kevin DeLeon, and Gil Cedillo were heard in leaked audio making racist comments. The message today was clear. People want them off to city council. The first thing we demanded was their resignation. There's no question about that. Their political careers are over. They don't, you know, they're just staying off for the sake of staying on. Council member Mitchell Farrell tried to get the meeting started, but he was drowned out by the chance. As acting council president, he says he spoke to the three council members and urged them to resign. The harm they cause is much deeper than than they appreciate, uh,
3: uh, or perhaps did appreciate, uh, and that that's
2: the only option that we've got to move forward or we've got to heal and we cannot do that unless there's resignations. <laughs> Council member Mike Bonnen, who had an impassioned speech yesterday, tested positive for COVID. Today, he tried to attend the meeting remotely, but in the end, the meeting didn't happen. There needs to be 10 council members for a quorum. There were that many at first, but Marquise Harris-Dawson left, and they were forced to adjourn the meeting. In addition to the racist comments, the conversation was about redistricting and how existing council members could keep political power. Today, California Attorney General Rob Bonta launched an investigation into the redistricting process to see if there were any. Violations of state or federal voting laws. We're going to work to determine the truth and take action as necessary to ensure the fair application of our laws and we'll endeavor to bring the truth to light. And um, it's clear an investigation is sorely needed to help restore confidence in the redistricting process here, uh, for the people of LA. Now, even as Nuri Martinez has resigned, we're still waiting for any word from the other two. If they don't resign, a special censure committee has been set up. That means that it could investigate and then recommend to the full city council to censure those two remaining council members. Hello, I'm Mark Brown. Get more.
0: Okay, so uh, basically, you know, there's a lot of work to be done when it comes to this. A lot, because um, this type of racism was going on and. Um, it affected how the population of LA is homeless, and the population of LA is majority black okay, so that right there um we not only we have the racism there with this woman, but we also need to deal with uh, we have to deal with the issues of also the corrupt Police department, okay, in LA. You still, you know, the jump out boys, the executioners. You have a lot to deal with um, dealing with this type of racism towards blacks, okay? All the money going to Hispanic communities, but none for the black communities. And that is something that, you know, it, it deeply has to be cut out, there has to be a deep removal. Okay. And it's and it and it must be done efficiently. Okay. Okay. It has to be done efficiently. It has to be with the politicians in office. Okay. It has to be done with the police department because you have these jump out boys, these crooked um, cops out there and they're doing a lot of damage. Okay. We don't know how far this racism went. Okay. We don't know how far it went because they've been on there for, for a while. Okay. So that's has to be a deep investigation here because we already know that um, the Democratic Party is just as racist as the Republicans. Republicans will tell you to your face, you know, they're letting you know they've always been that way. But they'll, you know, but the Democrats are very sly. Like Malcolm X said, they're the fox. Republicans are the wolves. All right, you want a part of that life in the Republican Party, you have to be the under the uh, permanent underclass within the Republican Party. That's how it is. That is just how it is. The foxes, though, they come and try to be your friend. But deep down, there, are you know, making it in a way that you are a slave just as much. The only thing is you think you're free. That's the deadly part about the Democrats. Okay? Okay. So we're going to go with... Uh, this very depressing issue right now that um, hold on one second we're going to go with the uh, Biden administration continually keeps burning a hole with this money you can see right here which Republicans are telling you they are racist? Look, I'm not even going to answer that question because you have to be living under a rock and just living in denial when it comes to this, all right? You're just living in denial, okay? The way Republican Party acts, the way they acted with Ahmad Arbery, the way they acted with the Central Park Five, the way Trump acted with Linda Fairstein, all right? The way that the Republican Party propped up Herschel Walker, a guy who suffers from CTE and has all this mess in his family background. You want to prop him up instead of propping up, instead of getting somebody, a black person more qualified to run as a Republican. The racism is there. I'm not going to answer this question. It's a very stupid question. I'm not going to answer it. And if you're a black person, ask that question. I really don't want to talk to you. All right, let's get into this.
4: We've made excellent progress at our sixth meeting of the Ukraine Defense Contact. We were joined by my good friend, Alexei Reznikov, Ukraine's Minister of Defense, and by Major General Moskalyov, Ukraine's. Very grateful to them for joining us and for their heroic leadership. They updated the contact group on the latest battlefield dynamics, on Ukraine's priority needs, and on Ukraine's requirements to defend itself for the long haul. I'm also, very pleased that ministers. And- for
0: the long haul, all that, the, all those weapons going over there, it doesn't get to the soldiers, Ukrainian soldiers. So, what are you talking about? That's what I'd like to know. The fact that you're a black man supporting these white supremacists, it really scares me. These are Nazis, and you're de- defending Nazis. Okay? And chiefs of defense from some 50 countries to part in today's discussion. That again underscores the resolve of the international community
2: to support Ukraine's self-defense after Russia's cruel and unprovoked invasion. Hold on a second, and that resolve has only been <coughs> by the
4: deliberate cruelty of Russia's new barrage against Ukraine cities. Those assaults on targets with no military purpose again reveal
0: a malice of Putin's war of choice. Malice. Putin's war of choice. Hmm. What about Ukrainians horribly treating black immigrants over there or Indian immigrants over there in Ukraine when they want to get out? Hmm. Support Nazis. Our government supported Nazis for eight long years. Eight years. Okay. Supplying white supremacy. Supplying. Nazis running from other countries because they've committed human rights violations. Okay. Russia is going to win. And you guys are propping up this, these lies. It's insane. You guys want World War Three? That's what it is. But Russia's atrocities have further united the nations of goodwill that stand with Ukraine.
4: So we are here because rules matter because rights matter, and because sovereignty matters. And in the past few days, Putin has given us all another grim preview of a future in which the appetites of aggressive autocrats outweigh the rights of peaceful states. We would all be less secure in a world where big powers can assault their peaceful neighbors and trample their borders by force citizens of ukraine have an inalienable right to govern themselves and to choose their own future they underpin or these are bedrock uh, principles and they underpin the rules-based international order that makes us all more secure this contact group will stay true to those values regardless of the outcome of any individual battle We will not waver in our support for Ukraine's right to defend itself from Russia's imperial ambitions. Ukraine's forces have used systems like HIMARS to change the dynamics of the war that Putin started.
0: And that's helped Ukrainian forces. Meanwhile, our military forces barely have any weapons left. Our weapons are low, extremely low. That we could possibly get taken over by a foreign power. Wow. This is America. Initiative during their counteroffensive. So we'll continue to rush
4: in the capabilities to help Ukraine in the current fight. I commend the contact group members who have moved heaven and earth to get weapons and equipment into the hands of the Ukrainian forces. At the same time, Our allies and partners are driving hard to sustain Ukraine's defenders for the long haul. As the conflict has evolved, the mission of this contact group has evolved as well. So today, the contact group underscored our shared commitment to keep on supplying Ukraine's defenders with the capability that they will need in the difficult weeks, months, and years ahead. We discussed ways to do even more to train Ukrainian forces who are making such impressive use of their new capabilities. And we push to galvanize our industrial bases to fire up production for the systems to defend Ukraine, even while meeting our own security needs. The leaders here have built on the important progress from the September 28th meeting of our national armaments directors under the auspices of this contact group. Denmark and the UK shared updates on several Copenhagen conference initiatives, including the UK's International Donors Fund for pooling international funding for critical capabilities. And as we increase our long-term support for Ukraine, transparency and accountability remain crucial. At today's meeting, we discuss the accountability measures Ukraine is using to ensure that advanced weapons. Are fully tracked. We also discuss ways to work together to build on our momentum and to meet new challenges. We know that Ukraine still needs even more long range fires and air defense systems and artillery systems, along with other crucial capabilities.
0: Are they even getting the weapons? That's the point. Are they getting the weapons? That's the issue here. Because all those weapons and medical supplies, they're not getting it. What's going on here? That's the issue. You're giving them all these weapons and it's getting stolen. Medical supplies getting stolen from their own Ukrainian troops, own personnel. What's up with that? Why is it that you're giving all these weapons to them and we have nothing, almost nothing? To protect against threats, both foreign and domestic. And I'm grateful to our many allies and partners who have reached to meet Ukraine's self-defense needs, often pulling
4: from their own stocks or purchasing capabilities from domestic industry. Let me especially commend Germany for its recent delivery of an T air defense system. This critical donation will help Ukraine better defend its civilians. From russian airstrikes and germany also recently announced that it would deliver more mars rocket systems and howitzers, and all that shows long-term support for ukraine's defenders one also recognized several countries doing especially important work together to ramp up production on key systems and reinvigorate their industrial bases and so norway germany and denmark have all invested in Slovakia's homegrown production of howitzers. And that just shows how much we can do when we come together in common purpose. These initiatives and many more will help us build momentum and ensure that the future Ukrainian armed forces are capable and have the ability to sustain themselves. Now, some countries aren't in a position to offer lethal assistance. But we urge them to provide vital non-lethal aid, such as medical supplies and cold weather gear that the Ukrainians need to fight in the winter. Because every contribution counts, and the members of this contact group stand united in our support for Ukraine's self-defense through any season. We stand united by our commitment to the rules-based international order that underpins global security. We stand united against the deliberate use of war and atrocity to seize territory, redraw borders, and trample the sovereign rights of peaceful states. As President Biden has said, we stand united against the global politics
0: of fear, coercion, and conquest. Interesting how this is the same government that does the same thing to other countries. And this person is standing here. Siding with a black man is siding to do this. Basically, helping an administration start World War III. And much blood will be on your hands. That's how I see it when it comes to this. Alright Let's go with the next one Illinois allows illegal immigrants To apply to universal basic income program Seriously The pilot program will provide residents With monthly cash payments Of 500 a month for two years With no strings attached Undocumented migrants in Illinois will be eligible to apply for universal basic income program, which is set to launch as a trial for 3,250 households. The pilot program will provide residents with monthly cash payments of 500 a month for two years. No strings attached. Business Insider reported. Residents, which include illegal immigrants, of Cook County, Illinois, will be eligible to apply to receive assistance. Applicants must be adult residents of Cook County, which includes parts of Chicago, and make an income below 250% of the federal poverty level. If they live in a household of four or more, they must earn less than $69,375 a year. According to Fox News, which first broke the story, applicants will not be asked about their citizenship status. Wow, so you can have anybody living here, crime lords, you name it, serial killers, rapists, you name it. As detailed on the Cook County website, the pilot program is open to all residents of Cook County, regardless of your immigration status. <clears throat> this means that if that is this means that is that if you are undocumented, you need to proofread these articles, spell check them before they send it out to the public. This means that if you are undocumented or your household is a mixed status household and you meet the eligibility criteria. You are eligible to participate. The message continues, noting that county officials will not share your information with the U.S. federal government, including U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, or the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, USCIS. The government's press release states that 36% of the county's residents are eligible to apply, and the program is funded through the American Rescue Plan, which was launched to help struggling Americans dealing with uh, COVID-19 pandemic. In other words, taxpayers will see their money be given to illegal immigrants. Oh, man. <sighs> this is crazy, man. This is insane. This is insane. Anything, any low-down, dirty... Um, any low-down, dirty scheme to get votes for the Democratic Party. Even if you bring your country to ruin that's the sad thing that is the saddest thing here okay because you already got them coming across the border sex traffickers gang members they're not even checked if they have any diseases so imagine that the crime rate in chicago is going to be unreal unreal okay Now, unfortunately, we have this this sad story that has happened, and it's it's unbelievable, man. Here it is.
5: Tragic incident. An eight month old girl and three other members of a California based sick family were found dead on Wednesday.
2: Fears uh, have been confirmed. Uh, We found the uh, four people from the kidnapping and they are in fact deceased.
5: The bodies of 36-year-old Jasdeep Singh, 27-year-old Jasleen Kaur, their eight-month-old child Arohi Deri, and the child's uncle, 39-year-old Avandeep Singh, were found on Wednesday evening in an orchard near Indiana Road and Hutchinson Road. The family originally from Hoshiarpur in the Indian state of Punjab was kidnapped at gunpoint on Monday. Chilling footage of the members zip-tied together and being taken into a truck was also released by the county sheriff's office following which relatives of the family also made a tearful plea requesting anyone with information the whereabouts of their family members to alert the authorities the person of interest was identified to be 48 year old jesus salgado and was taken into custody on tuesday he's currently in hospital in critical condition after he tried to kill himself as per the sheriff's office, it was Salgado's own family that contacted the authorities, reporting that Salgado had been involved in the kidnapping.
0: You need to find out if that person is a uh, legal immigrant here. <coughs> you know, you need to find out if Salgado is legally able to be in the U S what's his status here? That's another thing that has to be talked about. Okay. That has to be talked about, but also the crime rate is high in California. All thanks to, you know, Gavin Newsom. Okay. Now we're going to go to the Bronx, and we're going to talk about how people are not really happy with um, how New York is handling this uh, immigration problem in their neck of the woods. Let's get a look at it.
1: Over the city's plans to house asylum seekers. All right,
2: City Hall started to put up tents in a parking lot at Orchard Beach and will open up the relief center to
3: hundreds of migrants arriving arriving
0: in New York from Texas.
6: Yeah, Linda Schmidt is joining us live now from City Island tonight
5: with more on what neighbors have to say about the plans. Linda?
1: Yeah, hi there, Stephen Lori. And some of them are not happy about it at all. In fact, there was a meeting here tonight uh, here on City Island. And many of the folks here, they are telling us tonight, they're like, look, this is not a case of not in my backyard. Instead, what they say is they want to be able to help the migrants. But the location out here, they say, is not appropriate. You guys
2: work for us. Ah, up. You want to put something in.
4: Our community,
1: you need permission from us. Some residents of City Island in the Bronx expressing their anger to a city official over massive tents being built in the parking lot at nearby Orchard Beach. The tents will house about a thousand migrants. They will be screened, tested for COVID, and provided with health care and legal assistance. Emergency Management Commissioner Zach Iskell taking a lot of heat from residents at a meeting tonight. They're getting the finest medical care providers. New York City residents aren't getting the finest. <laughs> providers. Other residents are concerned about safety and want specifics about the city's security plan. Once completed, the tents will look like this. Single adult migrants will be housed in the climate-controlled tents for up to four days. We will do everything we can to
3: ensure your security as well as the people who we are...
0: They really don't have a plan. They're trying to dump these people anywhere they can, all right? You tried Randall's Island. It, that place is small, and that's for entertainment. Now, you're cut. like I said, you're cutting into the entertainment, the tourist um trade now. Where are you going to have these entertainers now perform in parks? You guys are messing... <laughs> They don't have a plan, and they're just trying to stick them any way they can and get away with it. Hopefully, nobody, the res, the uh, the people in the boroughs don't uh, stand up for themselves. That's what they were hoping for. caring for
1: who are coming to New York seeking asylum. We didn't get any answers on security. None. All we got was it's above this pay grade. Send somebody who can give us answers. I know
4: we're a
6: sanctuary city, but um, we can't sustain all of this. It's a little bit
1: much. Still, others are concerned that Orchard Beach is too remote of a location without subway access, limited bus service for migrants, and it is also in a flood zone. These people deserve to be treated properly, and that putting them at Orchard Beach in an isolated place that gets flooded is not a good place to do it. And by the way, the-
0: like I said, they're sticking them anywhere they can. They could stick them in the attic. They stick them in the attic. They could stick them in the in the um the uh you know in the basement where they could hardly have any light. They'll stick them in the basement. They don't care. And then when these people are criminals, hurt and harming people in Orchid Beach, they're gonna be like, oh, we feel sorry, sorry for you. Not gonna really gonna do anything. Just ship them somewhere else in the burrows
1: was at this, uh, this meeting tonight, and believe you me, he took a beating from some of these residents here tonight. He did say, and he is the commissioner of the city's uh, Department of Emergency Management, he did say the National Guard is being brought in to help out with security.
0: Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Hold on one second. All right, that's, that's what's going to happen here, man. They you have to bring in the National Guard. <clears throat> because there's no place really to house them. Flooding comes, they're going to look for someone else's place to crash. That's what they're going to do. That is what they're going to do. All right. Now let's check out Senator Kennedy. And what he had to say about um, Louisiana's problem. That his, his ad had me uh, had me cracking up. Let's check it out. Violent crime is
3: surging in Louisiana. Woke leaders blame the police. I blame the criminals. A mom should not have to look over her shoulder when she's pumping gas. I voted against the early release of violent criminals, and I opposed defunding the police. Look, if you hate cops just because they're cops, the next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. (laughs) I'm John
0: Kelly, and I approve this message. Oh, let me listen to that again. (laughs) Oh, man, let me listen to that part again. Look, if you hate cops just because they're
3: cops, the next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. I'm John Kennedy, (laughs) and I approve this message.
0: Oh, man. All right. <clears throat> okay, so Senator Kennedy tells police critics Call a crackhead for help A new campaign ad A bizarre new advertising For the 2022 United States Senate election In Louisiana has people talking Okay I know the difference between criminals And their innocent victims in his latest campaign ad, incumbent Republican U.S. Senator John zeroes in on the violent crime that has been plaguing cities like New Orleans and other areas of Louisiana. Kennedy, a former Democrat who switched to the Republican Party in 2007, featured surveillance footage of hooded suspects who appear to be attempting to break into a home, while headlines about crimes populate on the screen. Violent crimes is surging in Louisiana. Woke leaders blame the police. I blame the criminals. A mom should not have to look over her shoulder when she's pumping gas. I voted against the early release of violent criminals, and I oppose defunding the police. Look, if you hate cops just because they're cops, the next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead, Senator John Kennedy says. Okay. I mean, that's basically it. I mean, you have leftist people... Hate the police, say defund the police. But when something happens, you know, you want to call the police. Okay. Or well, you have with the Democrats, you know, oh, defund the police. Well, when things are going out of control, and when you're and then when your family members get attacked, now you want the police. Now you want to change your um your tune. Okay. That's the issue. But you know, um, this has to stop the violence has to stop and you have to have police you have to modify the police qualified immunity has to be modified because you have too many dirty cops getting away with murder literal murder okay (laughs) you just had one uh, a few weeks ago get away with murder okay a black man was trying to stop a domestic violence incident and the man just shot him dead okay cold blood all right, And he gets off So that's a problem That is an issue So we need the police We can't defund the police We need the police We need law and order What we don't need is psychopaths and racists behind badges That's what we don't need That's the issue okay now we're going to check out this story right here unfortunate story of a uh, missing california woman found the worst possible way. Hard Talk Radio, live
3: in 4K. Find my daughter. He didn't tell me, he couldn't tell me when, but he was going to find her. And he was the one that found her. He
6: was a man of his word. Selma Police Chief Rudy Alcaraz kept his promise to the father of missing 22-year-old Jalissa Fuentes. When this first happened with my
3: daughter, I talked to Chief Alcris. I told him man to man, I'm talking to you. Do you have a daughter? Do you have children? He told me, Yes, I do, Joey. I go, I want you to go after my daughter like she's your daughter, Chief.
6: That promise is what brought him to the area of Max Inn and Trimmer Springs Road on Monday afternoon a section of narrow turns, non-existent shoulders, and steep cliffs overlooking Pine Flat Lake. It's an area her friends say she visited often, and where investigators say her phone last pinged the night she went missing after visiting an a.m. p.m. gas station in Selma. Dive teams searched the lake. Her friends and family combed through orchards across the county but something told Chief Alcarez to drive around the lake one more time. Chief Alcarez is a very humble man, and he won't say this about himself. He
1: personally found the scene. Uh, being a woman of faith, I think he was divinely
6: um, channeled to that area. Mim says once the chief called her office, search and rescue crews were sent immediately. They were propelled hundreds of yards down the cliffside to check to see if the car was really there.
3: There were some tire tracks that, You really can't see until you get out of the car and actually walk and get on. You're actually on top of it. Uh, And that's kind of what kicked me off uh, and started to spend more time in
6: that area. This video from our camera shows the moment Cruz recovered her car from the bottom of the cliff. drone video from the sheriff's office shows how hidden the car was and how Cruz were able to miss it for two months. And while not the ending her family had hoped for, they're thankful she can finally be brought home. Thank God. He's my hero. He is my hero. The highway patrol is still investigating the cause of the crash itself, but the police chief says it's possible she was tired, lost control of the car, or fell asleep. Reporting in Fresno, Kevin Phillips, Casey. It's
0: messed up. Kind of hurts hearing that story. (sighs) Uh, Thoughts and prayers to that man. Thoughts and prayers. All right, um, on to the next story. All right, like I said, you could tell about. Uh, I'll let you see about this, Republican Party. You want to ask me, well, how do you know if it's racist? See for yourself. See for yourself.
6: Racist comments from a sitting U.S. senator while talking about crime at a Trump rally for candidates in the... That on Saturday Alabama Republican and former Auburn Uni- University football coach Tommy Tupperville said this
2: The Democratic Party they have a majority they could stop this crime today they some people say well they're soft on crime no they're not soft on crime they're pro crime they want crime they want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that.
6: They're not owed that. Not so-
0: well, well, when did you see <coughs> people want to say, well, what's side? Who said the Republican Party was racist? Look what he just said. I'll play it back. I'll play it back.
2: Crime today. They some some people say, "Well, they're soft on crime." No, they're not soft on crime. They're pro crime. They want crime. They want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that.
0: They are not owed that. When did blacks say black criminals deserve reparations? Blacks do deserve reparations. Jews get reparations. Why can't blacks get reparations? Right here, the Republican Party and the Republicans here, they have enough sense to know about reparations, not about black criminals. But they agree with this man. These people are just they say, oh, there's no racism in the Republican Party. Look what he just said. Look what he just said. Saying blacks are criminals. All blacks are criminals. They don't deserve reparations, Blacks are criminals. That's what he's saying. That's,
6: uh, that's just blatant. That's just awful. Joe? It's a combination of really... Uh,
3: just awful. ...stupid. One of the dumbest... One of the dumbest... Just... Uh, ...statements ever made. You can tell he's struggling just to get through it while inhaling and exhaling. Um, this is a guy that didn't understand the basics of World War II. He's he really he's sort of Herschel Walker before Herschel Walker, minus the moral stuff. We don't know about his life, but, I mean, he was extraordinarily uh, ill-equipped to be United States senator, but he coached football, so let's go ahead and send him. Good luck, Alabama, over the long run. Uh, that's, that's the first part. second part about it, though, is Tommy Tuberville uh, knows exactly what he was doing. He, he was basically uh, using uh, a, a, a racist, a racist uh, attack um, without exactly using the racist term. And, and, and Rev, all of the implications here, that black people want what you have, that, that black people are all criminals, which is, if you actually read the text of it, that's what he's saying. I mean, this is straight out of—I mean, this is straight out of the 1950s, and he's saying it in 2022. I want to get a quote here that Jonathan Capehart had in his Washington Post column this morning, which really, I think, kind of puts it all all into perspective here. Um, this is this is Jonathan Capehart in his Washington Post column this morning. He said Lee Atwater bluntly spoke. Uh, broke down the strategy in a 1981 interview. You started in 1954 by saying the N-word. By 1968, you can't say the N-word, except Atwater is actually saying it. That hurts you. It backfires. So you say stuff like forced buzzing, states' rights, and all that stuff. It's what Lee Atwater said in 1981, and here we are.
0: So this is basically what it is. Okay. And you see the hillbilly Republicans. They're for it. They want to take what you have. No. We want to take what they want. Black Americans. Descendants of slavery. Want what is owed to them. The Jews got what was owed to them. The Japanese got what was owed to them. Why is it hard for blacks to get the same thing? And this is what irks me when they say um, Republicans aren't racist. Which Republicans said they are racist? Look how the Republicans acted when it came to Ahmad Arbery. Still to this day, it was proven that he didn't steal anything from that construction site. And they still think he stole something. Talk to a Republican about Ahmad Arbery. They'll say he stole something. He's a thief. He didn't steal anything from that construction site. Okay? Many people visited that construction site. You could look at the surveillance camera. White people, black people, Chinese people went to that construction site. Candace Owens wanted to try and say he was stealing from that place. It took a, a black conservative to check her on Twitter to say, what are you doing? That is not true. They also got their uh, black attack dogs when, you know, you try you think for yourself and you make a statement known. When you actually go by the facts. Even when you go on Facebook, Almond Albury was a criminal. He wasn't a criminal. He looked inside the house, the construction site, wasn't a house, construction site, and then jogged away. He wasn't a criminal. That is the, like I said, they will try to gaslight you. That's what Republicans will do. They will try to gaslight you. Came to the Central Park Five. They tried to say those five boys were guilty of rape. When the DNA proved those five boys innocent and the real rapist, Matias Reyes, Confessed to it, took a DNA test, and he was guilty of the crime. Won't hear Republicans who are racist say, you know what, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. They won't. This is stupidity on the right. The cold-blooded racism. Mary Miller. Trump endorsed her. She says, the reversal of Roe v. Wade was a victory for white life. I thought all lives matter in the Republican Party. Trump didn't check her. The the Republicans in the audience didn't check her. They didn't say, hey, Mary Miller, you shouldn't say that. We have black Republicans in our party. It's all lives matter. It was a win for all lives. They didn't say that. clowns on the left, jokers on the right. That's basically how I see it. Basically how I see it. All right, let's talk about J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling hits out at certain celebrities who support Transformer charity after Bombshell Report. The Harry Potter author who has launched a furious tweet criticizing certain celebrities, including actress Emma Watson, who are linked to a controversial Transformer party. Famed author J.K. Brown has launched a thinly veiled swipe at Harry Potter actress Emma Watson after a Transformer charity she supports was linked to a pedophile rights group. British writer 57 responded to... Hold on one second. Okay. Okay. British 57 <clears throat> British writer 57 responded to a story in the Times, which reported that Dr. Jacob Breslow, a trustee for a UK-based children's transformer charity, Mermaids, stepped down on Monday after it emerged that he had previously attended a conference for Be for You Act, an organization that supports pedophiles. Be For You Acts website calls for an understanding about people in our communities with an attraction to children or adolescents and for them to have the right to live in truth and dignity. I can't believe this. A website pro pedophile. That is disgusting. Mermaids was founded in 1995 and has been supported by Watson 32, as well as Prince Harry and Meghan Markle said it had been made aware of Dr. Breslow's historical participation in a conference that is completely at odds with our values. Rowling, whose controversial comments about transformer people have widely been deemed transphobic, hit out at certain celebrities who have backed mermaids despite red flags. We've now learned that mermaids appointed a pedophile apologetist as trustee and that their online moderator encouraged kids to move on to platforms notorious for sexual exploitation, Rowling wrote in a tweet, this is a charity that achieved unprecedented influence in the UK. Okay. Rowling added that they could have achieved it without the money and public support of certain corporations and celebrities who eagerly boosted them, even though the red flags have been there for years. They've allowed it into classrooms, trained police, and have unprecedented influence over health policy, even though by their own admission, They aren't medically. This there aren't a medical charity. We've also found out they're sending devices to flatten breasts to underage girls without parental consent. It comes after The Times reported Dr. Breslow attended a conference for B for U Act in 2011 when he was a a Ph.D. student. He reportedly made a speech to the group at the time in which he said. To have coined the phrase minor attracted persons maps instead of pedophile rowling became the center of a pr storm when in june 2020 she mocked an article using the phrase people who menstruate the billionaire author responded to the story on twitter i'm sure there used to be a word for those people someone help me out um watson was one of the several Harry Potter actors who addressed Rowling's controversial tweet taken to Twitter to declare, transform people are who they say they are and deserve to live their lives without being constantly questioned or told they aren't who they say they are. The English actress who nabbed her first role in the blockbuster Harry Potter franchise at 11 further pledged her financial support to Mermaids in a subsequent tweet adding to her followers, if you can, perhaps you feel inclined to do the same the times bombshell report claimed dr breslow who worked for london school of economics and political science in their department of gender studies was made trustee of mermaids in july excuse me just last week mermaids was subject to another damning report in the uk's telegraph after being accused by regulators of giving chest flattening devices to girls as young as 13 without the consent of their adults (laughs) their parents, sorry. Watson wasn't the only big name to lash out at Rowland in mid-2020. Daniel Radcliffe, who played Harry Potter, issued a lengthy statement criticizing her stance. Joe is unquestionably responsible for the course my life has taken, Radcliffe wrote in a statement published by The Trevor Project, an organization that works in crisis prevention for the alphabet youth. As a human being, I feel compelled to say something at this moment. Transformer women are, oh boy, Yes, yes, yes. Help with the, def- with the confusion, Harry. Help with the confusion. Transformer women are women. Any statement to the contrary erases the identity and dignity of transformer people and goes against all advice given by the professional healthcare associations who have far more expertise on this subject matter than either Joe or I. Really But they're not telling you about the uh, self-deletion Of these Transformers There is a 90% self-deletion rate With these Transformers That's what they are not telling you Okay They off themselves Because It's not what they need They have a gender dysphoria problem Okay I'm deeply sorry for the pain these comments have caused you if these books taught you that love is the strongest force in the universe capable of overcoming anything, if they taught you that strength is found in diversity, and that dogmatic ideas of pureness lead to the oppression of vulnerable groups. If you found anything in these stories that resonate with you and help you at any time in your life, then that is between you and the book that you read. And it is sacred. and In my opinion, nobody can touch it. Rupert Grint, who played Ron Wesley, also launched his own response in the statement, I firmly stand with the out with the alphabet community, trans women are women. Trans transformer men are men. We should be entitled to live with love and without the judgment. grant said. I in further evidence of a divide, Rowling wasn't invited to participate in the 20th anniversary Harry Potter reunion special, which aired locally on binge in January. She created a series. Why can't she? Ju- this is crazy. This is out of control. Okay. And the fact of the matter is, it, this is an agenda. This is really an agenda to destroy people's minds and the souls of individuals. Okay. And like I said before, okay, they first started with the alphabet marriage, then they wanted alphabet adoption. And now, and now they're trying to take away the word pedophile and use the word minor attracted persons. is getting and and they invited a pedophile to this event okay who is fun who is supports a website dedicated to pedophiles can't make this up man! you can't make this up A lot of sickos in Hollywood. A lot of sickos. All right. Well, let's talk about this migrant crisis again. Let's talk about that. Hold on a minute. Yep. Talked about that already. My bad. My bad. All right. So that's all I could do for now for time constraints. So that's it. And um, I'll see you guys later on the next one. I'm out.